football podcast called Live in the Stream comes to you each week. Streaming recommendations during NFL season, it's not just tongue and cheek. Quarterback, defense, tight end recommendations based on opposition matchup. Here are your podcast hosts, JJ Zacharyson and Danny Carter, Live in the Stream. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to another episode of stream i'm jj zacharyson the late round quarterback and as always i'm joined by my lovely co-host denny carter denny how's it going buddy oh oh, oh. uh it's it's fine so i'm i'm burned out and i'm ready for the season to be over is it almost over man i i can't even explain you guys thought that i was tired last week by the way when i did that mm-hmm. intro denny's eyes got like big for a second i don't even know if you realize <laughs> uh I, I i you guys thought that i was tired last week this week we not only are we're, we record on tuesdays as you guys know on Monday, we had one of the most insane Monday night games you could possibly ask for, right? Yeah. Uh, and so we all went to bed really, really late. Well, on top of that, Denny, my daughter, Avery, has strep throat. And so oh, yeah. you, you know how that goes, where the night before oh. I was up every hour. And then last night, I, she actually, she's feeling a lot better and like fever broke and all that. But last night, as a parent, when your kid's sick, you're just waking up every hour anyway and just checking them on, like just checking to make sure that your kid's okay. So there's like this extra kinetic, time. Yeah. It's just, it's awful. It's terrible. So I am right. beyond exhausted right now. I, I too am yeah. ready for the season to end. I, yeah. I think it's almost over. Uh, we only have four and a half months to go. <laughs> uh, yeah. The thing, the thing with a sick kid uh, at night is that you can never as a parent truly rest and like be content right. and, and like get I, for me, and I, I, I guess for you too, you, you can never get into that deep sleep because you always have one ear out waiting for the cry, waiting for there to be an issue. And so if that's lingering in the back of your mind, you're never going to get good sleep. Never. You, you, you just, you cannot do it. It's impossible. Um, and yeah, I mean, the other thing too, this is the, I used to get, did you get strep all the time growing up? Like I got strep. I, I got it. Yeah. Like I got strep like three times a year. It felt like. Like I, mm-hmm. I just, and I, to the point where I got my tonsils removed, I don't have tonsils. Oh, really? The little known facts uh, to all you uh, LTS. That's going to be, now this is going to be, there's gonna be like seven years later and someone's going to drop the fact that I don't have tonsils in some sort of joke. And it's going to be unbelievable. The re the recall. Well, there's going to be, people. that's true. There's going to be a JJ's tonsils, Twitter account. <laughs> yeah, there definitely will be a JJ's tonsils. Yeah, it, that, that's where the, they went. The, It'll be the, the tonsils uh, with your face on each part, on, on each little <laughs> hangy thing. <laughs> oh, my God. But yeah, so uh, I but I remember taking medicine and uh, and it was like a bubblegum flavored medicine. I, I, I That's at least what I remembered. Right. The medicine that she got that the doctor prescribed because she's we her and I both have an, an amoxicillin allergy and. Mm-hmm. Uh, so she got some sort of menace. It, it tastes so bad. Like it, it, her reaction to taking the first dose of this through the little syringe was oh. b- basically the reaction that you would have when you drink a white Russian. I mean, it, she That's just right. started, she just started gagging instantly and she's, she's not like a vomit kid and she just starts gagging. Yeah. And like, I just, you just feel so, so terrible during this entire process. Mm-hmm. I remember with, with that, uh, medication, I, I remember having to plug my daughter's nose yeah, and lay her down so that she had to, had to take it. It was terrible. She's screaming, uh, man, the, the, the travails of, of parenthood, uh, it only, it only gets worse when, when your kid is sick. I mean, it's just awful. It's, it's awful. It's awful. And then, you know, and then at the same time though, I feel very grateful that it wasn't anything worse than strep, right? It was strep. We can get through this. She's feeling better. Very blessed. True. Um, before we get to the streaming stuff this week, there there was an email that I received. Um, it was to both of us, but I think that he only had uh, access to my email. He he sent me an email, and I just want to give it a shout because I think it's a really uh, it's special. the The community that that has sort of been formed via this podcast, um, you know, it's something that that we try to not take for granted for sure. Um, because it's filled with just amazing people. And so uh, this person emailed me, let me know that uh, he had someone very close in his immediate family um, catch COVID, fully vaccinated, catch COVID, uh, but they had um, a, an issue um, once catching it and they 
had to be on a, put on a ventilator. Fortunately, they're doing very, very well now. And we wish nothing but the best in the recovery process there. Um, but while that was going on, uh, this person was involved in the living the stream, uh, leagues, uh, listener leagues that go on via that started via the Facebook page that was created by the community. I mean, Denny and I had no part in creating any of that, which is why this is so awesome. So that gets created. These listener leagues get created. Um, and so it's a way for people to connect and have fun and play fantasy football. But when this person had, uh, you know, their, their family member, um, catch COVID and go through all of this, he was unable to manage his roster, you know, do the drafts and, and do all and, and handle all of that. Um, and so after the fact, after it was all over um, in terms of the draft and, and, and managing his team and, and making sure that, that he had his ducks in a row after the realization was there that he just wasn't able to do it. Uh, not mm-hmm. only did people step up and help him, Denny, the community came together. Now, I'm honestly going to cho- get choked up here because it's, 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 it's just a really special and cool thing. The community got together and got him a Grubhub gift card for his family. Like nice. I, I, I'm just like, I, I can't even express the feelings that I feel whenever I read that and when I read and read that email. It's it's absolutely insane. Bravo to everyone in that community who listens to us and is far far better uh, than than Denny and I as human beings uh, <laughs> for for. I mean, just, just thank you guys. Right. Like that's, it's just another reminder that we truly, you know, our listeners are the best listeners on planet earth. It's a good, it's a good community. And if you don't believe me, uh, check out the Facebook page, lots of hilarious things, but also heartfelt things, heartfelt posts, uh, from people who I, I believe, you know, have become friends through, through the podcast, um, you know, through listening to this podcast and, and getting into that group. I, I want to thank Greg Bryant, I believe, who headed up that effort to get that that gift card um, to the listener. Uh, Greg is uh, Greg has a big heart and, um, yeah. and and really looks out for folks in our hashtag community. Uh, but seriously, in, in all in all earnestness, uh, you guys are the best. Yeah, it's just I don't know, man. It was one of those things where. I and you, our job function day to day, what we create and what we do is so stupid. Like it's so dumb. You know, (laughs) you can, you can take a step back and no, we're not curing cancer. We're not doing things that are actually important uh, in this world. But if nothing else, it's, it's so cool to know that we helped create that community and that sort of like brother and sisterhood of of, uh, you know, finding something that we all have in common and then, you know, just developing relationships as a result of that. And then it resulting in something like that is just really, really special. For sure. Yeah. I, I actually think that, you know, not only are the, are the living the stream fans, uh, passionate about, about the show, but you, they're passionate about the game and, and then, and then relatedly, uh, the, you know, get, they get passionate about the, the relationships that they form through the community. It's, it's, it's been cool to see. And, you know, you take it for granted. You, yes. uh, at least I, I feel like I have, I take it for granted. Oh yeah. There's this, there's this uh, really great community that's formed around our little podcast. Uh, but you know, it is, it is something it's, it's a note, it's a noteworthy development. Um, and in, in this case, it, it really came through. Yeah. So thanks to everyone involved and, and thanks to everyone just in general who listens to the show. You guys are the best. Um, and, and this is just another nice reminder that you guys are the best because like yes. Denny said, it's easy to at times lose sight of that and not be as grateful as we should be. Um, all 69 of you. Yes. All, all 69 of you. Uh, Denny, before we get to the streamers this week, how's everything going uh, over at NBC Sports Edge? Not Roto World, NBC Sports Edge. Not right. And I literally never heard of Roto World. Things are going great at the edge. We're giving people an edge uh, on uh, in in their leagues. I just just posted before the show started my week two kicker column. Uh, week one was very good for kick, kicker streamers, hoping to extend that into the second week. Uh, and I want to encourage everyone to check out the DFS tools on NBC Sports Edge. Uh, I, I use those a lot this week didn't exactly come through, but it gave me a great idea on a few players who I had no interest in beforehand. So the optimizer is good and I'm going to continue to use it. You should check it out. NBCSportsEdge.com. 
Let's recap what happened last week. Quarterback picks, not terrible. Uh, we had Ty, we did shout out Tyrod. We might be the only podcast uh, <laughs> in this space that actually talked about Tyrod Taylor last That's week. Right. Uh, he scored 23.6 fantasy points. Uh, Jimmy Garoppolo, who I thought was probably the safest option uh, of the trio, he ends up scoring about 15 fantasy points. And Denny, you called it out on the show last week. I somewhat dismissed it because yeah. I didn't think teams would be sort of, I mean, it just seems like they're just getting cute, right? More than anything else. Yeah, but, yeah. but yeah. you know, Trey Lance did step on the field and he threw a touchdown pass and that hurt. I mean, Garoppolo would have been great if he was the one who did right. that, um, you know, as a streamer, but you know, it was, it was the, the Trey Lance uh, score. Actually, Trey Lance for the record did out. So did Justin Fields outscored Aaron Rodgers in week one. <laughs> Amazing. Uh, and Mariota. <laughs> yeah. And Marcus Mariota. Uh, Sam Darnold ends up scoring 19.1 points. So not a bad, you know, week yeah. one's one of the toughest weeks for streaming in general, just because we don't have that much information on these teams. Uh, and, and a lot of guys are rostered a lot of like, a lot of teams have two quarterbacks. So the percent rostered numbers are all funky. I think that we were fine at the quarterback position. Um, Absolutely. I would take that 19 points from Sam Darnold. Are you kidding? Yeah. Me? Yeah. Uh, tight end. We had Zach Ertz. He had 5.4 points. Tyler Conklin, 8.1. Anthony Ferkser, 4.9. Dawson Knox, 8.1. Dan Arnold, 2.6. Denny's boy. We did shout out Jawan Johnson on this show though. And Jawan Johnson found the end zone two times. That was, that was he good. Did. That's uh, that's right. I, is he tight end eligible? Uh, and on a lot of platforms. The, the, yeah. the one thing I will say you know, week one, uh, definitely an S show, a D fire, if you will, uh, <laughs> when, when, when it comes to, when it comes to the tight end position, I feel pretty good about the numbers and the information that we gathered at tight end after week mm-hmm. one, we'll get, we'll get to it later, but you know, I, I don't feel this confident in this good, uh, going into week two very often, but there's just a lot of like decent, they're, they're, they're like decent options. They're not like amazing, but they're decent. Right. They're like, well, I you, think, you could do worse. Yeah. Right. Yeah, absolutely. And, and uh, I think we have some, some options that, that could turn into every week options, which is really yeah. the key is really what we're looking for. Right. Uh, so at defense, we picked two defenses last week where we should have picked their opponents instead uh, because we picked Jacksonville. We should yeah. have gone with Houston. Jacksonville is a deeper play. The, the, the bad play though. And this was maybe on me more than you. Cause I was, I was into them. I was, I thought green Bay was going to be a good play last week. I mean, they're, they're road favorites. They're playing against a quarterback getting his first start with this team. He hasn't gotten a start in, in over a year. Um, and we know that he's been a turnover friendly quarterback in the past with, with multiple coaching. It wasn't just with Bruce Arians. Um, and then green Bay scores minus four points. So that was a big, big, big fart noise. Uh, New York giants ended up scoring four. Atlanta was a goose egg, but they were another, you know, not as great defense. It really came down to, did you play green Bay or Carolina this past week? Those were our our top two D's and Carolina came through with nine points. Um, but yeah, it was a bad streaming week for us on defense. I, I, you know, we, we expect better because we usually stream like a defense three to five every season and we're not off to the hottest start right now. No, but any defense is just tough, tough as hell. Yeah, it was stupid. Anyway, let's move on to week two, Denny. Uh, you should kick things off because you have two defenses that you want to talk about. I do. Uh, I, I'm lucky enough uh, to talk about the Giants defense against Washington. Uh, you know, mostly we're looking at the total here and probably an ugly low scoring Thursday night classic between the Giants and the football team. Uh, this game has a 41 and a half point over under the lowest of the week by a good margin, I think. Um, you know, Taylor Heineke is going to start for Washington with Fitzpatrick out with the uh, hip injury. Heineke is, you know, something of a loose cannon, something of something of, of an unknown. He has yeah. three interceptions and three touchdowns in nine career appearances. Um, you know, he looked a little bit out of control at times against the Chargers, although mostly Washington just ran a really conservative offense. And maybe that was to kind of cover him up, uh, uh, keep him from making that, that uh, terrible mistake. Um, they lost anyway, so who cares? Uh, you know, so that the, we're hoping that the, the giants can benefit from, you know, from a, a, a Heineke mistake or two, um, you know, the giants did not put any pressure pretty much on Teddy Bridgewater. So I'm not, you know, I, I, I do, I think that the giants are at best a floor play. I just, I just don't see any kind of ceiling here, but they, they are available in like 90% of leagues. 
Yeah. Uh, I, I think the top defensive streamer by far, um, and this is going to sound like Groundhog Day, but I think it's Green Bay. Um, you know, they're still rostered in only like 22% of Yahoo leagues. I know that they're not available in your league, but uh, yeah. they should they should be a decent play this week. This is a get right game for Green Bay. I think they're just going to blow out Detroit. Just just stomp Detroit. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah. They're at home. They're 11 and a half point favorites. We saw this past week, Detroit threw a ton against San yeah. Francisco. Um, and in that game, they had three sacks. They had a pick six. I mean, Detroit's offensive line is not bad. Uh, and so maybe we don't see many sacks, but we, we should see that negative game script and the potential for turnovers. Um, I, I, again, I just think that this is a get right game. I wouldn't be shocked if, if Green Bay ends up winning this game by like 30 points. Right. The, the, um, the Lions were missing their left tackle. Uh, and, and, and he'll probably be out this week uh, unless he makes some sort of semi-miraculous recovery here. Um, so that is a factor. I have the Bengals at the Bears. Uh, my notes here say Andy Dalton is starting and Andy, Andy Dalton stinks. That, yeah. That's what revenge I Revenge game, here. though, Denny. Revenge game. It is revenge season for Andy Dalton. The, the game has a 45-point over-under, one of the lower ones of the week. Um uh, uninspiring. I really, I, you know, I couldn't find anything, any like great stat to say, Oh, this is how the Bengals are going to score points. But I think, I think the, the, the idea here is just to wait on the inevitable Andy Dalton mistakes. Like we saw last week uh, against the Rams. Yeah, for sure. Uh, let's move on to the quarterback position. I think the best quarterback streamer this week is Teddeth Bridgewater. Uh, I am, <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm uh, pretty excited about Bridgewater, you know, not having Jerry Judy sucks, not only for my fantasy rosters, but also for, well, for Judy himself. That's a given. I, I hate, by the way, Denny, are you wearing a Peppa Pig shirt? <laughs> I am. Yeah. <laughs> what in the world? Take a picture. My good. Yeah. I got to take a picture of this. Hang on guys. I'm going to take a picture while we're recording just so that everyone can see it. We'll, mm-hmm. we'll, we'll send it to the patrons. This um, is good. Good podcasting. Yeah. This is really good podcasting. Uh, so Teddy Bridgewater. No Jerry Judy. Oh yeah. This is what I was going to say when there's an injury and I say something like, here's how, here's how it affects your fantasy rosters or this sucks for my fantasy rosters. The assumption should be that I feel bad for the guy who got hurt. Like I'm not like Satan. Like what, like why why do you, why would you think that I'm not like that? I'm like happy that someone got hurt. Of course I feel terrible for Jerry Judy. I feel really terrible for guys like Rashad Penny and Raheem Mostert and Jason Verrett who just, they, oh, they get yeah. hurt all the time and they just, I mean, I can't imagine being that good at something and then just and not being able up. to do it for, for something completely out of your control. Yeah. Um, and the window is so small for, right. for how, how long you can do this sort of thing at, at, at a high level. Yeah. I think it, it should be assumed that we don't feel be. great about these injuries. I, I, I do think that we are as a, as a culture, we have moved on to a place where, we need to explicitly say, yeah. I don't like that Gus Edwards blew out his knee and I don't yeah. like it for, for him personally. Yeah. You know, for some reason, we have to do that, I guess, these days. Yeah. Uh, so no Jerry Judy. That sucks for Bridgewater. But there are, I mean, there's good weapons in that offense regardless, whether it's going to be Tim Patrick who steps in or KJ Hamler who's running with the ones. I mean, they're, they're still talented wide receivers, plus the tight ends are effective there. The Broncos are six-point favorites against Jacksonville. The game has a on FanDuel Sportsbook a 45 and a half point over under. That's not that bad. That gives the Broncos an implied total of almost 26 points. Rich Rebar of Sharp Football Analysis, our, our good buddy, who we reference probably every other show. Rich sent a tweet out that said, I didn't realize this. Jacksonville's allowed 24 or more points in 16 straight games. Mm. So if you just assume that, that's why this implied total makes total sense. Uh, yeah. that, that, that Denver can get there. Right. Um, and then Tyrod, as we know, he just lit up this Jacksonville defense. Tyrod Taylor had the third highest passing yard total of his entire career last Sunday, this past Sunday. Wow. Um, so I really, really like Teddy. I think he's a pretty safe option that also, I wouldn't be shocked if he throws for three touchdowns in this game. That would be awesome. Honestly, uh, for some of my teams, uh, I have Mac Jones uh, playing the Jets. The The Patriots are five and a half point favorites against New York. They have a, a not hateful total of 24 and a half. Uh, you know, Mac Jones should have plenty of time to operate in the pocket uh, against an injury plague Jets secondary that was, um, I don't want to say carved up, but definitely um, They're not exploited, good. Yeah. exploited by, by Sam Darnold last week. 
Uh, the Jets last week had the sixth lowest quarterback pressure rate in the league. Uh, when Mac Jones was kept clean in the pocket against Miami, he completed 21 of 26 passes for 208 yards. So really, really excellent when he had time to operate. I think that he should be able to sit back there all day. Um, you know, the Patriots are a team that wants to establish like it's 1981. So we're, we're I think we're going to continue to see that, especially if they get game script on their side. Um, but that shouldn't, you know, we, I think we make this mistake sometimes of shying away from quarterbacks in this position, like mm-hmm. a decent favorite, good implied total, but the running back's going to get all the right. touchdowns and all the yards. You know, we can't, it's, it's a, um, first of all, it's not true. And secondly, it's just a bad way to, to think about it. So I think, I think Mac Jones is definitely like on the super flex radar, obviously, um, you know, it could be a fun DFS play too. Yeah, and then I'm going to close things out at quarterback. I'm going to go with Ben Roethlisberger. Um, his, his percent roster numbers, I think, are in like the 30 to 40% range on Yahoo. Um, he might be dusty. Uh, he did not look very good in week one. Uh, but he's, again, this is another game where, like, I just feel pretty confident about the offense doing work. You know, they're they're facing Vegas. Vegas just got off that crazy emotional Monday night win. They have a short week. They're traveling over to Pittsburgh. Um, and they're facing a Pittsburgh team that didn't get things going offensively very well, but has been better at home than on the road over the last like half decade. Right. Uh, with, with Ben Roethlisberger, I mean, Ben Roethlisberger's, I, I know in recent years hasn't been the exact same, but his home road splits are well-documented. Uh, the Steelers are five and a half point favorites, 48 and a half point over under. So there's a really good implied team total here. Uh, the Raiders secondary is not good, not special at all. Um, and even in week one, even though it seemed like Lamar Jackson at times was under duress, they, uh, were a bottom five team in pressure rate, according to the, the numbers that I look at. So, uh, I, I think that Roethlisberger is actually a pretty decent play. And I wouldn't, again, this is another situation. I wouldn't be surprised if Pittsburgh, I'll just throw it out there. I think Pittsburgh's going to post 30 plus points this week. Let's do it. Yeah. I like it. All right. Uh, we are on to, we're, we're doing tight ends, correct? Yes. Yeah. Um, Cole Komet, uh, he looks like the unquestioned number one tight end in Chicago. Uh, it ran 32 routes last week against LA uh, versus Jimmy Graham's nine routes in week one. Uh, he caught, Komet caught five of six targets for 42 yards. Graham was only targeted twice. And the matchup is not the worst. Uh, Tyler, Tyler Conklin, as you mentioned, caught four or four targets for 41 yards against Cincinnati last week. So Komet is out there. He's running basically all the routes. Um, and he profiles as probably one of two red zone targets really for, for now for Andy Dalton. Um, so I, you know, he's a, I think he's definitely a guy who can become an every week starter in, in 12 team leagues and probably, probably Justin Fields taking over would, uh, would solidify that. Yeah, here my my top play this week and my play who I think could actually be a fringe top 10 guy the rest of the season and maybe just a top 10 guy, Jared Cook. You know, mm-hmm. the guy the guy who's been in our our banner, our Twitter banner for 8 years. years now. Yeah. Uh in week 1, he had over 17% of the Chargers targets. Um yeah. and we saw, you know, th- this game by the way between Dallas and and uh LA, could, this is like the one game where you're saying 70 points, would you be shocked? Like would you really be that surprised? No, probably not. Uh it's similar similar to what I mean set up similarly to what we saw, you know, this past week um with Tampa Bay. Maybe not as much passing on the Dallas side. But regardless, this game could shoot out. There could be a lot of of points scored. Um and we saw last week what Gronk was able to do to this Dallas defense. Um, yeah. so I, I, I mean, honestly, you're chasing a couple of things. You're chasing that matchup a little bit, whatever the matchup's not the biggest deal in the world, but Dallas's defense isn't very good. Uh, you're chasing this game and the fact that it could be really high scoring and you're chasing this 17% target share that Jared Cook saw in week one. Uh, I think all of that combined make him, I mean, he's, he, he could easily be, I, I wouldn't be shocked if some people rank him in the top 10, just generally at the tight end position this week. Sure. Yeah. Uh, I mean, we want tight ends in this kind of environment. Like right. it, it, when push comes to shove, always, always go with the tight end in the high scoring environment. And that's what we have with, with cook. And we'll get to another guy in a minute. Um, my second 
uh, tight end. I just lost my place in my notes. Oh, I'm very excited. I'm very excited, JJ. I'm serious. Not, not ironically. I'm not messing with you. I'm excited to talk about James Q O'Shaughnessy, the third yeah. against Denver. I think we might have, we might have something here with O'Shaughnessy. His week one usage was fantastic. He caught six of eight targets for 48 yards last week against Houston. Uh, of course, Chris Manhurts, who is apparently a person in the NFL caught the touchdown. You know, he's the tight end he who did. caught the touchdown from Trevor Lawrence. So he gets, you know, he gets the headlines. I don't want to say headlines because nobody from Jacksonville is going to get headlines, but um, uh, that kind of skews the production a bit. But it was O'Shaughnessy running basically all, all the routes. Only TJ Hawkinson and Darren Waller ran more tight end pass routes than O'Shaughnessy in, in week one. Um, I, I think O'Shaughnessy could be a guy who benefits from weekly negative game script and an insane pass rate. Uh, Jacksonville had a nearly 77% pass rate last week against Houston. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, that should continue this week. They're, they're at home, but they're six point underdogs, Denver. There's, you know, there's like very little universe where the, 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 the Jaguars are going to be able to stop any offense, even Denver's offense, which is, you know, probably middling at best. Um, but that, that should keep O'Shaughnessy on the field, running routes in a pass heavy offense, uh, I, I could see him becoming an every week uh, starter in, in 12 team leagues, probably more so than Cole Komet. And I feel weird saying that, but for, you know, I think the, the usage is definitely there. Yeah. I, I think that I would take him over Cole Komet right now too. Uh, just because the offense is a little bit more attractive from a volume standpoint. Like we could just see a lot of passes in Jacksonville because of the negative game scripts that they're going to, they're going to face. I got two more tight ends that I want to shout out. Maybe even three, you could technically say, cause I'm going to Dalton Schultz over Blake Jarwin, but if you look at their peripherals, pretty similar. They weren't that far off. Uh, he, uh, Dalton Schultz in week one had two more targets and he ran four more routes. So it wasn't that significantly different. Again, their shootout potential in this game. It wouldn't surprise me if Jarwin does better than Dalton Schultz or vice versa. Um, but you know, I would just lean Schultz because of those peripherals. I also think we're going to see a lot more 12 personnel from Dallas with Michael Gallup banged up and injured. Um, and so That'll throw both tight ends on the field more. Makes sense too, because they're both capable tight ends. Uh, so Dalton Schultz, maybe even Blake Jarwin, if you want to dig a little bit deeper and look for a guy who no one's going to be on, uh, you can go with Jarwin as well. And then the last guy, you know, a lot of people are going to be on Jawan Johnson, uh, who we mentioned last week. And I understand the allure. He's, he's going to be using the red zone and he's going to be a threat to score yeah. every, seemingly every week, I, I would assume. I mean, the guy's a monster. But Adam Troutman in that game, he had a 30% target share. The only tight end in week one who had a higher target share was Darren Waller. Uh, if you look at Troutman versus Juwan Johnson, Troutman was basically twice as good from a peripheral standpoint as Juwan Johnson was. He had twice as many targets. He ran twice as many routes. You know, his, his targets weren't necessarily the same type of targets that Juwan Johnson got. Uh, but I do think that Troutman's a safer slash more consistent slash he's an even higher ceiling because he's going to see more volume. And that's what we should be chasing. So I think Troutman's a really good ad right now too. And he's just another one of these players, especially while Michael Thomas is out. He's another one of these tight ends who, you know, could, could have appeal to be a, a plug and play guy. I, I still think Jared cook of all of these going to be talked about. He's the guy that you would want. Um, but the other, the other guys that we mentioned are still pretty interesting. I'm going to get a, an O'Shaughnessy Jersey at this point. Just, yeah. There, just we watch. there we go. There uh, we go. So to recap, we have Adam Troutman, James O'Shaughnessy, the Dallas tight ends, Cole Komet, Jared Cook, Ben Roethlisberger, Mac Jones, Teddy Bridgewater, Cincinnati defense, the New York Giants defense, and the Green Bay defense. Denny, let's go to Twitter. We have some questions. Yes. At Boo underscore Duh underscore Pest. What are your thoughts on garbage disposals? I use ours multiple times a day for fruit or if there's scraps of food, not bones, from meals. But every time I do, my wife looks at me like I'm destroying evidence. Is it normal to use your dishwasher many times? Oh, I use I'm assuming you meant garbage disposal there. Garbage disposal many times a day, or am I a psycho? Uh, I mean, did your wife grow up in a family of serial killers? I mean, what, what do you mean destroying evidence? Like what, I don't understand what, that. Yeah, what does the evidence piece mean? I don't understand that. The evidence, I mean, when I when I put stuff in the sink and it goes down the drain and, it, and it's all clogged up, what am I what am I supposed to do? Right. No, I, I use it. Yeah. I mean, I, I use the garbage disposal all the time. I mean, I, I'm not here. Here's the thing though. I am not a, I still throw some food, not like, I'm not like a, 
I'm done with dinner. I'm going to scrape my food into the, to the trash can kind of person. You know what I'm talking about? Like, like you have some, first off, I eat all my food, but (laughs) I'm not like, like scraping it into the trash can as opposed to, I I will put it in the sink, wipe it off in the sink with with the faucet and it will go down the garbage disposal and I'll run the garbage disposal. No, that's what I do. Is this is so? This is weird for for this person's wife. This is this uh, is not normal behavior. I'm not sure because the way that uh, Budapest is talking about this, uh, they're saying that if there's scraps of food or, but apparently he's using this. He's using this. It might be she, he or she is using this multiple times per day. Like, yeah. like it, it seems like it's almost a replacement for a trash can. Like there, we, we, we might be in the middle here, maybe leaning more towards Budapest, but if you're using it in a, in a fat, in a way where it's like, oh, I'm done with this strawberry. I'm just going to throw it down the garbage. That's kind of weird. That's a little bit too much. Oh yeah. Don't do that. Yeah. Don't do that. That's unnecessary. Right. But you can throw it in your trash can. I've never thought twice about what do you do with your coffee grounds? Oh no, no, you don't drink coffee. Uh, yeah. I'm, a, I'm an elitist. I don't drink coffee anymore. Yeah. You don't drink. <laughs> you save that for the plebes. So I, I, I knock most of the coffee grounds out into my trash can and then I can't get them all out, you know, cause they're, they're wet and disgusting. So yeah. I wash them out and they go in the drain and they clog up. So I have to use the, the garbage disposal. I, I've never thought twice about it. Yeah. By the way, you if, pro tip, watch out for pasta down the garbage disposal because that can get, that can actually clog things up. Oh, I've okay. had to, it is not fun. I'm not like neither of us are like the, the handiest of people's just just given conversations no. we've had. But I have <laughs> I've had I have had had to go underneath the sink multiple times and and unscrew the piping and fix oh, things really? with the garbage disposal in the past. That was our last house, though. We haven't had any issues in this one. And I hope that we never do. L- luckily, pasta is bad. So it, I'm not eating it. Yeah, that's true. I'm I'm gluten free now, so I don't I don't I don't f with that. Zucchini noodles for me all day, baby. Next question <laughs> at Topher thinks you've talked about my buddy who pooped himself three times in his thirties. Do you remember the story? Yeah, <laughs> remember that the guy who pooped himself three times. Yes. Now, now listen to this. Okay, this is what what Topher's letting us know. Okay, Topher tells us now a new development. He's leaning into it and saying we're missing out. Would you own it like this? Would you hide it? What's the proper pooping pants protocol? Is this is this a kink? I mean, is this something? Yeah, I don't understand what's like what enjoys? Is, do you like? Does he like go out in public and he's like at a brewery and he just meets someone and he just starts talking? He's like, by the way, you know, yeah. you know, what do you do for have, a living? Oh, I do this. Oh, what do you do? Oh, I do this. You know, by the way, I, I shit myself three times in my thirties. I have poop in my pants right now. That's what the person said. Right, yeah. right. Like, like who? I don't understand this like badge of honor. Like I. I, I understand the fact that this can happen. You know, sometimes you got to let one loose and you don't, you know, it's a little bit looser than you thought and, <laughs> and, and, and something happens. Like I can understand that happening, but like, like openly talking about pooping your pants multiple times in your thirties. And then seemingly, I mean, it seems like he's, he's bragging about it here. There, there are things to lean into for sure. Like th- things that, that are, are, you know, on the surface, maybe not so cool, but you could lean into it and get some popular sentiment for in your favorite. right, like like go, like going to bed, or, like going to bed early or something, and like wearing that as like this badge of honor, being like I sleep nine hours a night and everyone yeah. else is sleeping five, and this is my thing. Like that's that's fine, but like pooping your pants, like that's not that's not that's that's benefiting no one, dude. I mean, yeah, you. I mean, you just have to keep that locked up as a secret man to just yeah. just w- between you and yourself like don't don't right. tell anybody just, right. don't don't there's no leaning there, there should be no leaning i'm just picturing him like sitting on his couch at night kids are in bed he's sitting <laughs> on his couch with his wife and he just like looks over at his wife and he's like you know what's kind of cool I, I i've pooped my pants three times over the last six years it's pretty You're cool right. like who right. does that yeah it's and i'm and, I, and i'm not a baby and somehow I'm still doing this. Right. Exactly. Next question is from at FF penis. <laughs> Why do restaurants ask you to join along in wishing someone a happy birthday and then proceed oh. to sing a made up happy birthday song that no one is familiar with? Are you ever the cha-cha-cha guy during the birthday song? That was like a, a secondary question. Well, they uh, they can't sing happy birthday, right? What? Like legally? 
I, can they not? I, this is news I, to me. I have no idea. I, I think, I mean, unless, unless I've been, unless I've been duped, I think that they like legally can't sing the happy birthday song. Like a company can't, you this know, is a, this is a very, this is a, this is what I call a high variance take. Okay. Yeah. Oh yeah. Be, be, oh, yeah. Because no matter what happens, you're either going to look like a genius or you're going to look like a complete moron. Biggest idiot ever. This could be totally wrong, but I'm going to say that I have heard somebody say that before. <laughs> so I'm going to put it, I'm, I'm putting it out there. Oh, I'm asking questions. That's all. I'm asking questions. No, no, that was, this was a stand. This was a take that they cannot sing happy birthday for, <laughs> le- for, for legal purposes. If that's the case, Denny, I mean, bravo, you're, you're smarter than me. But if it's not the case, people on Twitter are going to absolutely destroy you. Uh, but yeah, I mean, I, I think it's always been kind of a strange thing in general. Uh, I, I try to participate, though, whenever people are singing happy birthday and be a, a fun guy at the restaurant, you know? Well, you know, you don't, you don't want no one to sing along, especially when it's like a uh, a, a, a vibe that embraces that, right? Yeah. That kind of restaurant. Uh, okay. I, I just looked it up here. Here's, here's the, the short of it. Uh, restaurant workers can finally sing happy birthday. Uh, this is because the happy birthday song was still under the protection of its copyright and not available to the public domain until 2015. Whoa. Yeah. Jenny. Yeah. <laughs> oh look at you i'm gonna give you some claps there that's impressive thank you, thank you. i mean it wasn't correct because i said currently they can't do it but no apparently... this is this is this is this is a correct take you you saved yourself you you probably uh you know that 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 adrenaline that you were feeling has left your body you're feeling a lot better now after that take yeah. uh man that's crazy so since 2015 we had i wonder if there was like a free happy birthday movement yeah like, like I, I don't free know. the happy birthday song movement so Warner Chappelle Music owns the rights to the Happy Birthday song. They make, sorry, my kids are dropping something above me. They're they're, they're uh, uh, making roughly two million dollars a year off of Happy Birthday. How wait, how are they actually making money? Just from like I'm assuming like t- like shows or something like that. Wait, do t- what what about like TV shows? Like, do they not sing Happy Birthday? I don't know. I can't think of any instance of this. Can Tom <laughs> Scott think- chime in here? Yeah, we need Tom to to chime in and let us know how Hollywood handles uh, the Happy Birthday song. Yeah. Very interesting. And was I a cha 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 guy? I mean, do I wear gym shorts? Yeah, I was a cha 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 guy. Come on, not anymore. You do that when you're little. Like oh, you, you, you don't you don't do that as an if you're a cha 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 guy as an adult. There's something I, wrong I, with you. I'd throw my beer bottle at you if, <laughs> yeah. if you did that as as an adult. Yeah, oh my you can't do that as an adult. Next question. This is actually a fantasy one. Uh, actually, it's not really a fantasy one. It's a, 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 a football one. At BF Daniel M. Asked this last week, then also Gus Edwards went down. If running backs don't matter, are the Ravens fine? I, I, I think they're, they're fine. But the Monday night game had nothing to do really with the offense, I would say. I mean, the defense did not play yeah. very well. And then it was just turnovers. That's all it was. That's, that's the reason yeah. they lost. Devastating ter- turnovers, especially that, that last one by Lamar. But... Uh, yeah, I mean, I think it's a good test case in, in the, the idea that the running yeah. back position can be replaced easily. Yeah. Um, or we're going to, we're going to see, I, I mean, but I think they will be fine at the running back spot with Latavius and Tyson. Yeah. Next question is from at mana underscore dork with the breaking news that Stafford and cup are breakfast buddies. Did you see, did you hear that? By the way, I was so tilted that we didn't have that information before that game. I didn't know. I yeah, I, I had no idea they they had, they eat breakfast together every morning. Uh, you have to adjust. You you. I mean, if I knew that, I would have drafted more Cooper. I have some Cooper <laughs> Cup, but I would have drafted more Cooper Cup. Yeah. Uh, but he he says, where do you land on some of the great breakfast debates? Okay, there's five of them that that's listed here. Oh, scrambled versus fried. Scrambled. Yeah. Bacon versus sausage. Bacon. Didn't what was it when we were in Vegas? Weren't you like refusing to eat bacon? I, I didn't. I didn't. Yeah. I mean, I'm not. I'm not the biggest fan of either. That's but what I'm it was. Disgusted. I'm disgusted by sausage. Sausage is is not. I mean, sausage. I'll eat it. It's fine. But bacon's better. Uh, white versus wheat versus rye. Oh, what do you what do you got? Wheat, but I I don't eat bread anymore. Well, uh, uh, wheat, and, uh, and I do eat bread. pancake versus waffle. Um, waffle. I think I'm team waffle too. Yeah. 
And then the last one. So we've agreed basically. On, yeah, we've agreed on all of these. Donut right. versus bagel. Versus what? Bagel. Oh, ugh, I don't like either. I, I'll go with bagel. I think donuts are, are just horrifying. I'm going bagel too. We're, all we're, right. Look at us. Look at us with the same food. I, I feel, I feel yeah. kind of bad right now. <laughs> you have the same food taste. I, I don't me. like this. Uh, next question at rejected papers, our, our buddy Jeff. I am still yeah. waiting on the definitive LTS take on bidets. As avid anti waxers, I, I would think you would be advocates. <laughs> that was a, a very personal one. Uh, wow. Yeah. Look, I, I'd be, I, I, I'm very open to bidets. I don't own one. Don't you have one? Don't you guys have one? Yeah, we, yes, we have two. You have two? I mean, when did, we have when one did on... you guys, when did you guys announce uh, bidet number two was entering the world? <laughs> we, we have one on each of the upstairs uh, uh, toilets. Uh, I, you know, I don't, I don't know. I've never used it. I don't, I'm fine with the traditional method. It's never really failed me. Uh, I, I don't feel like I need to change it up. Melissa wants, you know, desperately wants me to, to, to use the bidet for some reason, you know, (laughs) Dr. Phil, I need help. My wife really wants me to use a bidet, but I don't want to. She's pressuring me into bidet usage. And I keep telling, I'm not French. I love the United States. I'm, I'm wiping my butt the, the, the normal way. Sorry. Oh man. I'm, I'm open to bidets. I don't have one, but I'm open to it. Next question at Vontae underscore Mac. When I played the pod on half speed, is that an accurate take on how JJ and Denny sound when they've been drinking? No, no. I I, I would think a two times speed would be more, more what I would be like if I'm drinking. I can't shut up. Yeah. Denny and I, when we've been together drinking, we talk for 13 straight hours. I I can't. I mean, I'm, I, I, yeah. I mean, it comes to a point where my friends and family are like, are you, are you done? Right. And I'm like, oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Listen, one more thing uh, about hurricanes. And I keep going. (laughs) My thing, my thing is to always, you know, that I'm feeling good when I bust out Spotify and start going the nostalgia route with with songs. That's that's when, you know, that's when, you know, I'm feeling good. That's what that's, you know, people do that. That's a thing. My brother in law, uh, every time we drink together and it's very, very seldom. Yeah. Uh, he immediately starts playing Pearl Jam, Smashing yeah. Pumpkins, like stuff from the 90s. And it's it's the best. It is the best. Yeah, it's great. It's great. Next question is from at Tyler Strong 95. Is it normal to use the same hand towel in the bathroom to dry both your hands and your face? I love that people ask these questions as if like we're normal, but it's, it's like they're scared to ask the questions outside of this <laughs> podcast. It's amazing. It's okay. Anyway. Yeah, it's We're fine. Safe space. I, look, yeah, Tyler, I, I appreciate the question. Uh, is it normal to use the same hand towel in the bathroom to dry b- both your hands and your face? I think yes. You're only using it after you've just cleaned your hands or face. My girlfriend, however, thinks I'm a monster. Why? I don't. Yeah. That's fine. That's totally fine. That's that's very. By, by the way, I was going through TikTok the other day. This is partially related. It's going through TikTok the other day. And there was a guy who was like, just this, like, he looks like he hadn't left his basement in a really long time. And he had this like giant beard and, and whatever, but he was giving like, I think he gives like, like hacks, life hacks. And, uh, which, you know, nothing better than taking a life hack advice from, uh, someone who looks like they were living in their basement from the, from the Unabomber. (laughs) Right. Right. But he talked about how, and, and think about this, no one's actually ever taught you how to take a shower properly. Like there's no, there's no protocol. Wait, really? I mean, think about it. Like, like, you know how to take it and like your parents, sure. Like when you're little and stuff, like you're, you, you take a shower and like you eventually transition to no more baths to showering and stuff, but there's no like true protocol when it comes to showers. Right. Like, and we get questions about it all the time on the show. Think about it. Like people don't know how often to wash their legs or how they wash their feet or like, like there's no just like standard way to wash and to, to take a shower. No, right. There's not. Yeah. There's not. Okay. The, uh, the one thing that he mentioned that I never, uh, maybe I'm an idiot, but when you're done showering, what do you do? You step out of the shower and you grab a towel, right? Uh-huh. And you try to wipe off and you try to dry up, right? He mentioned, and it, it's true. It works. He mentioned that in the shower, before you step out, just kind of brush your body to get water off of you huh. and brush it off of your hair too. And a lot of water comes flying off. And then your towel doesn't get nearly as damp because there's not as much water on your body. 
That's wild. Yeah. And no one ever, t- no one talks about this. No, the media won't talk about it. The, me- refuse. the media, refu- they refuse to talk about this. Corrupt and dishonest. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I, I, uh, I never, never thought about that. I do have a very particular way of showering that's, you know, like it's like a 19 step process that, that I could do. I do unconsciously. Like I'm thinking of something else while I go about this process of shampooing, then washing, but like certain body parts first. Anyway, I'm not, I'm not going to get too, too detailed, but do you, do you, do you do the same thing every single time? No, I have no, I have no shower process. None. Really? I, None. I have a strict process. This is very weird. We, we're flipped on this. Yeah. Usually I don't have a process for things and you, you do. And no, zero process. This is what I was trying to say. The one episode where like, I have a process for my job and fantasy football and stuff, but I am very much just a hodgepodge when it comes to everything else. <laughs> I guess, yeah, yeah that, that, that shows it because I'm shocked. I, I thought you would. Next question is from at GoldenGram41. This is more of a comment. Since LASIK works so well for Jameis, should I get it so I can see when my wife leaves or stay blind and let it be a surprise? I, I, I wouldn't recommend it. You know, the, the blurrier, the better when your wife leaves, <laughs> I, I say. Uh, this next question is from at Denny Farter. Uh, which we know Denny does uh, pass gas in this oh, podcast. So it's, it makes sense. Do you wipe? Sta- th- okay. We're getting back to this. Let's just, let's just get over this once and for all and have the definitive take. Do you wipe standing up or sitting down? Okay. Sitting down. And he says, my strange wife walked in on my wiping standing up <laughs> and has once again left me. Okay. But here's the thing. When Denny Farter sent that someone else responded and said, standing up. You really can't get everything sitting down. Don't be ashamed. Wait, what? That was the first response to that. And then Denny Farter responds and says, 100% agree. So apparently there's this thought out there that people, I mean, how big are your buttholes? (laughs) 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 You you can't reach it? Like what? Like, how are you not getting everything? Dude, I I actually disagree wholeheartedly. I, I think that, Standing up is the way not to get everything. I, I told people who stand up and wipe have to smell more than the alternative. Yeah, no, you're, you are, the process is wrong. It's not, this is not subjective. This is objective. You're wrong. Next question says, do you guys, uh, do you guys chat with your barber? I kind of, I kind of treat it like riding in an Uber. If they want to talk, that's okay. But otherwise yeah. I'm content to sit there and let them do their thing in peace. Uh, the, 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 the woman who cuts my hair, her name is Nicole. She's cut my hair for like eight years. Um, she's a big fan of horror movies. Mm. So we have a lot to talk about. And in fact, like I come mentally prepared to talk about certain movies with her. And when we've watched the same movie in the time span between haircuts, and remember, I only get my hair cut every like four or five months. Right. Uh, she, uh, we, we can talk about that the entire time and have have a blast she is she is a she's a great conversationalist i look forward to talking so yeah i mean i i i approach it from the standpoint of if the person like leads the conversation i'll engage in the conversation like i'm i'm, I'm a fairly extroverted person uh so they'll you know I'll, I'll talk to them whatever uh but i will say i i like to to spin that roulette wheel and uh not know um you know, what kind of, I, I don't go to the same barber every time. Yeah. Right. You know, I just, I walk into great clips and I say, who's going to, who's going to touch this dome today. <laughs> and then, then, then they, they say, Hey, come back here. I'm going to cut your hair. Yeah. And I'm like, all right. All right, Carol, let's do this. Your, your hair looks good, by the way. See Denny. Thank you. Thank you. Because the last question this week says it's a follow-up question from that one. It says, does your barber know how much he or she gets roasted for late round QB's hair on Twitter. Is it more insulting to be accused of getting a haircut at great clips or sports clips? So there was a a video I I did my first, I think it was the more ways to win video, uh, the TV show that I do. I, I, I think it was a clip that they put on Twitter or something and someone responded and made fun of it being a sports clip haircut, as they said. And so I responded and I said, actually it's great clips. I don't go to sports clips. And so (laughs) But then someone else responded and like made fun of my hair. And, and look, guys, like it's fine. You can make fun of my, I don't really care. Like my, but, but I think my hair like, today is looking decent. I think it's looking it decent. Yeah. yeah. 
No, I, I don't I, think I, anyone I, gets mad. I mean, the thing here, here's the, the secret with great clips or with like a sports clips or something. When you first get your haircut, it is going to be an abomination for about a week, yeah. maybe like a week and a half, two weeks, those first couple of weeks, pretty rough. But once you get past that and the hair grows in just a little bit and you don't, you don't notice the clear, like unevenness within your hair, uh, everything's yeah. fine. And this is about my hair right now is about a two and a half weeks out. And that's All why right. Right. right now it's feeling, feeling good. And I feel, I feel good about it. You should. So I, I, I've never seen any issue with your hair. And I think that when it, when you put the product in, it looks really good. Um, I think you should treat yourself one time and go to a fancy ass salon. So I, here's the thing I did growing up, really? growing up, I went to a, like a, a legit salon because it was just like my, my family went there and there was this one woman who we were friends with who cut hair there. So I would what? get my hair cut by a, like, I don't want to say a real hairstylist they are obviously all real. I'm just saying, it's not like a walk in, walk out kind of yeah. place. You need a, an appointment and stuff. My literal entire life, I did that. And then finally I made the switch to great clips. And I mean, I did like super cuts for a little, I did ever, I've done all of them. Um, but yeah, I just kind of just see what happens whenever I walk into a great clips. Look, look, you, you, you are on TV, you're on streaming services, you're everywhere. Okay. That your, your, your big, your big head is everywhere. You, you, you get, go, go, go to a slot, get, get an incredible haircut one time and, and prove the haters wrong. That's what yeah. I say. You're probably right. You're probably right. Maybe, uh, maybe the, the patrons can fund it. I'm just, yeah, I was going to say, come on, patrons come through. Anyway, that's going to do it for today's show. Denny, uh, why don't you let everyone know where they can find you? Yeah. At CD Carter 13 on Twitter. I'm, I'm currently, uh, getting roasted for joking about Josh Gordon's age, uh, which I, mm. I didn't see coming, but I haven't, uh, I have a lot of new followers who are, are not privy to the fact that I'm never honest about anything. Yeah. Um, so that, that's been fun. Anyway, you can find me on Twitter, find me on NBC I'm JJ Zachary. And you can find me on Twitter at late round QB, my other podcast, the late round podcast. You can find that anywhere podcasts can be found. We, we don't, uh, did you do a tilt montage? Are you doing tilt montages? Oh yeah. Yeah. Uh, so no, I didn't. Uh, Sundays are really hard. Yeah. It's different. Me. It's different these days. And I know, I know you, you know, it, this is not to you. This is to the folks who love the tilt montage. I appreciate it when I feel inspired. And when I feel like I have enough capacity to do a good one, I will do it. It will not be an every week thing. And I'm sorry, but I just, I just can't this year. Yeah. It's understandable. Things are a little bit different. Anyway, guys, thanks for listening. Uh, Again, thanks to the community for being awesome. We really appreciate you. And we will talk to you next week. Thank you for listening to Live in the Stream. We hope you enjoyed the internet podcast. Don't forget to subscribe on iTunes now. It won't take long, it's fast. For more fantasy football info, check out LakeGroundQB.com. Hope you come back soon as we share about the teams and as we live, live in the stream.